Welcome to it. Fear, The Walking Dead, Season 1. No, I mean, Fear <laughs> is Season 6, Episode 1, titled The End is the Beginning. Walking Dead World Beyond, back-to-back with Fear, that one is in Season 1, Episode 2, titled The Blaze of Gory. That makes this Talking Walking Dead. All right, welcome to it. This is uh, Talking Walking Dead. Jeff Fisher, Jason Buttrell, Maximus Fisher. So the episode description on IMDb for Fear the Walking Dead. If I can open it up, I'll tell you exactly what it is. Mortally wounded Morgan must decide whether to help a desperate stranger while a mysterious bounter hunter tries to finish what Jenny couldn't. And actually, I, I don't even care about the world beyond. We'll get to that. Let's just go with fear first because uh, I really enjoyed fear, sadly. And I say sadly because I didn't expect it. I didn't expect it to be as good as it was last night. And yeah. there's a lot of questions I have about, you know, there were some even in-episode time jumps that I went, wait, how did we get there? But the overall episode was really good. No, I totally agree. That was like... Exactly what we would expect from like prime time, like Walking Dead, the original show, and when it was in its prime. You know what this episode reminded me of, guys? It was the, uh, the one where, uh, remember when the cannibals had Rick in the gang and he was like, you done screwed with the wrong people? Oh, type yeah. Thing? That's Terminus? the vibe I got. This entire yeah. thing. Especially the end, which we'll get to, but ooh, man. It was yeah, awesome. This, I really liked this episode too, and, uh, I remember seeing someone say, uh, this episode was better than season five in its entirety, which I might have to agree with a little bit. Yeah. So we started out with uh, Mr. Head Collector and his act, <laughs> which was, uh, you know, an interesting kind of uh, way. I don't know what or whom he was collecting heads for, uh, unless he was just a head collector bounty hunter, because it looked as if he was hunting heads for Jenny, right, the the cowboy show lady. Yeah. And he was hunting for someone in Galveston because he said he's got to go to Galveston, right, when he had a truck full of heads. Yeah, which is at the far southern tip of the state. It cracks me up how they're getting this, like, <laughs> travel stuff so, like, crazy. It's like, tech, I mean, that would take hours and hours and hours. Not, to, I mean, we don't even really know where they're at. So they could be wow. in Amarillo for all we know. Jason, it would take hours if you followed the speed limit. But <laughs> as you know, this is the end of the world. So there's no speed limits needed. And you don't need gasoline. You can travel <laughs> the entire state of Texas on what? A quarter tank of gas? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's wrong because in, in Walking Dead, they don't use cars much anymore because they're all out of gas. <laughs> right. Well, we know. Well, the, this is Texas. Man, we got oil everywhere. Oh, that is true. <laughs> and speaking of time jumps, when did 1980s Winston from the Ghostbusters switch and become a cowboy bounty hunter? Like, how did they do that? I was like, what? Like, why? You were good at as a Ghostbuster. Why become a cowboy bounty hunter? He was a good. He, he did a great job, though. I'm and not, but think about how much damage he could have inflicted with a proton pack and a you know one of those things. Right. 
Yeah, the well, axe. Yes, end of the world. Yeah, you could do that. <laughs> that axe was pretty cool, though. You can't deny that. I was not expecting a beheading in the first five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that it was, was really good. And then we found out that, uh, and we'll get to the axe, too, which uh, was a surprising uh, turn of events with the axe at the end of the episode uh, that I thought, it's not going to happen, and it did. Uh, but then, first, then we had Morgan uh, laying there, uh, and the walkers came up to him and went by him. Right, he smelled yeah. dead. So I, I kept going back and forth on that. Like, is it because of his gangrene? Probably. Is that? Yeah, because remember he said, I'm right here. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I assume that's what it was, but then they kept, like, kind of contradicting contradicting. Yeah, they did. Because I the know. medic was like, how long have they not been, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. He was asking it, the question. And I think that, uh, I, and then when he, you know, he made the noise and everything, they, like you said, they kept contradicting whether they were gonna get him or not get him. I wasn't quite sure if he got caught up in a crowd, maybe if they didn't smell the front, then they were gonna bite him in the back. I don't know. I don't know. Uh-huh. It was really kind of strange. I think, I think it was just kind of like, kind of whisper-ish, except where it was actually the smell coming off of his wound. Where it was, is it basically he could walk amongst them without almost doing anything except grunting, which is what he did. But if he actually like speaks, then they'll be like, "Oh wait, you're not one of us." Eat right. I, I tend to agree with you. I think that's what it was. But it just the way they were presenting it, it was really open ended. So it's almost like they wanted people like us to talk about it. And <clears throat> I have seen like people on YouTube doing these theories that Morgan might be immune. So take that with Maybe. what you will. But I mean, look. The guy can't die. That's <laughs> yeah, true. It's a cartoon character. He is right now. He's more badass than Rick. All right. Although we know Rick is still alive, so no, take it easy. I, I said know. this. Sorry. I said. Sorry. I said this last night. Morgan is almost, if not more, unkillable than Rick. Like, I mean, they're both the same, right? They're both. They're both pretty much the same. It's very. You know, you got. They're gonna have to take a chainsaw piece by piece to get rid of those guys. Yeah, I you know I'm so glad that they started this season just focusing on him because he is like outside of Rick, he's probably my favorite character. I mean, he's just he's he's got to be. Uh, this is what no, they, it wasn't it you that was whining about the Morgan episode so with the doctor. No, that was stupid. Yes, it was great. That was so that was equivalent to Rick's like seeing ghosts again. I was like, I don't want to <laughs> see no it. Way. I don't want to really? see no you, way. you in your zen like state. Shut up. Get out of here with that. Stop, Stop it with your comparing to Rick <laughs> and ghosts at the prison. That's embarrassing that you put those in the same sentence. That's that episode was Rick the pig farmer. That's what that was. Don't want to see it. Don't care. Shut up. Uh, this could be so, more wrong. We, I, I said, I noticed, I was like, I noticed during this episode, I was like, Morgan seems like he's in a mix. Like, it seemed like he could go clear mode if he wanted to. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, he, and we find out at the end that he really kind of did. Right. I mean, he, he stepped over the line. Right. That's what we were. And when you back it up to Walking Dead, that's what we finally got from uh, Carol again. Right. The the characters that we the the reason we fell in love with these characters is because they were good people who stepped over the line because they had to, not because they turned into bad people. Right. That was the point. 
Yeah, exactly. And I, and that's that moral dilemma, that push pull is what makes them so, you know, compelling. Right. Like, Agreed. Definitely. The bad people in this show are only that one. They're, they're bad all the time. They don't have that confliction. Well, Negan Correct. did. Negan definitely did. Redeemed himself at the end. That's right. They did. Um, Vaded was not. <laughs> well, one of those people. <laughs> well, of course. That, that, that's comic accurate. Beta and Alpha were just evil. <laughs> right. The governor was not. Yeah. So, uh, then we had, if we're following the timeline of the show, uh, we had, you know, he meets Isaac and we talked a little bit about Isaac and, you know, the, you know, the military guy that gives him the, the help and, uh, you know, struggles with, uh, why they can't, why the, uh, walkers weren't eating and they were just walking right by him and talks him into, talks Morgan into, well, he doesn't talk into it in the beginning, right? Morgan says, get away from me. And, uh, then there's one of the time jumps that I questioned. Next thing we know, we're in the water tower, Morgan's little secret water tower space that he can barely climb when he's awake and, and, and actually moving. And so we make the time jump uh, after he passes out and he's already in the, in the water tower with Isaac laying there already. Yeah. What, what? I think yeah. you misinterpreted that scene. So that scene comes right after when the bounty hunter comes by and is talking with Isaac. And right. so after that, Morgan runs away. My guess is it is Isaac followed him, whatever, and Morgan was barely able to climb up by himself, and then Isaac followed him up there. Yeah, okay. No, I mean, he, he was, he was passed out behind the store. The road, right? Yeah, he was, yeah. In the, he was in the alleyway. Then the Marine guy, which there are no corpsmen in the Marines, they're called Navy. So, if he was a corpsman, he was in the Navy. Just want to, uh, <laughs> make that clarification. Um, it's the details. Uh, wow, but, uh. Don't start bogging people down with facts over your military <laughs> thing. But yeah, so he, 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 I guess carried him. He saw those coordinates, yeah. which everyone knows how to read latitude, longitude, and everyone has a lat long map. You know what I mean? Yeah, so he exactly saw that. where it is. Like, oh, that's over in Decatur. You take a ride over there in Brownwood. Well, <laughs> that's where that. He said he, he said there were coordinates, which honestly, if you think about it, if you were, I mean, you know how to read those, don't you? You were in the military. Yeah, but I mean, I don't carry one of those maps around with me. And then you, and, and the, right. The thing is, okay, <laughs> so let's say you get this. So if you want to break it down, Max, let's break it down. If you get the latitude and longitude coordinates, um, how do you know where those coordinates are? That's the whole point. You know, you, oh, I'm going to check my latitude and longitude map. Hold on, let me Here. pull this out of my back pocket. Wait a minute, didn't he say because of the lake that, because of skipping a little in the episode, he said, like, if you look on a map that you won't be able to find where they're, where they are unless you're the bounty hunter, but because you, because all there is is just lake on the map. Yeah, so but that, that would, would, that would be in a convenience store map, you know, yeah. where, where lakes are, but latitude, longitude wouldn't. But whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and by the way, uh, they couldn't find it, but Bounty Hunter did. <laughs> oh my gosh! Just with his dog, I, I texted you. I want that dog no because doubt. if well, you if if you want to find, hey, where is my ex girlfriend from back in junior high? Uh, dog, go find her. 
No, no, you have, remember, you have to give him something that smells like her. her. You have, remember, you have to give him something that smells like her, then he can find her. This is a hound, so they need the smell. Statewide. Right. Yeah. Uh, right, statewide. <laughs> I mean, that's a badass dog, right? And hopefully, badass. hopefully that dog is going to either stay with, I would like him to stay with Morgan, but he is. Morgan's probably going to give him to the lady. No, we, when we see him riding off at the end on the horse, you see the dog with him. Really? Okay. Yeah, oh, and the dog sick. and the dog's name is Rufus. <laughs> nice. That's good because the dog will be a great addition to the show for Morgan. Yeah, a dog with superpowers, of course. No doubt, and Morgan that will give Morgan something to love, right? <laughs> to love, and then he go and become. He says at the end, right? Morgan Jones is dead. Oh, so good, man. I know. I was, I called it like after he killed uh, the bounty hunter. I was like, oh, Morgan's got a new weapon, and you you thought no way. that yeah, wasn't going to no happen. No way, that, the, the staff is Morgan's weapon, man, since since Doc days. So that, that's since so Zen symbolic. Days. That's so symbolic. Every time Morgan goes that push-pull, he uses like a blunt instrument not to kill. You know what I mean? Now right. he's going way overboard. He ditched right. the pointy-ended stick for this axe, man. It's on. Can't wait the to see it. The pointy-ended stick was the staff of Zen from the Doc. Okay. Right. <laughs> well, you know how he sharpened it before, so it was blunt before. Shut up. <laughs> and of course, like one end is pointy, one isn't, so he won't kill. And remember, he didn't want to kill the bounty hunter at first. That's why he shot him in the arm. But but that Morgan is now dead. I know. Oh, man. I know. I got chills on that scene. I did oh. too. I thought it was really good when Jenny reaches out to him on the on the walkie. Which, by the way, the batteries are still strong and powerful all over the state of Texas. Yeah. I can't I can't get a walkie-talkie to work to my kids in the backyard, but they got one all over the state of Texas. Well, remember, the, well, well, Morgan was looking at them through a binocular, so he's maybe a mile away. Oh, okay. Then you know what do I know? Anyway, <laughs> I must have bought the Toys R Us version. You know what's interesting is I thought these were supposed to be like standalone episodes. You know, like that is, this episode did not feel that way. There's the, from what I know, it's supposed to be an anthology series where it's going to be like contained stories within one or two sets of episodes. However, there will be an overarching story within those interlocking stories. Hmm. So that keeps it that keeps it in the Walking Dead universe then. Right, so at some point you have, you know, fear has that umbrella of, of uh, anthology stories of Jenny, and you know they keep meeting the other bad guys, but and the original fear crew, and- right? Underneath that, you still have the original fear crew, and we know that Morgan is still tied to the Walking Dead, right? So that keeps the that keeps the entire universe. Oh under no, no, the no, that's not, well, that that might be true, but no, I, we're just if we're talking about this season of fear. Um, for any of our viewers watching this, think Star Wars The Clone Wars. Uh, I, you two haven't seen this, but that show had storylines where if you watch one episode and then you skip three forward, you, it won't be connected at all other than by characters because those that story had passed. That's what it's kind of going to be like with fear from what I know. Huh. Interesting. So everybody else, they'll still see like standalone episodes for all the other characters, and then they'll go back to updating on what Morgan is doing for a full episode. Like something keep, like that. The, yeah, something like that. That's a really good idea, actually. So like, well, and it, it's such a good idea is why we thought of it. I don't know a right. year, a year, a year and a half ago <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> on this particular broadcast. And by the way, uh, you're welcome. Right. 
You are welcome. And of course, at the end, we had more. Uh, we had Isaac finding out he got bit a while ago, even before he met Morgan. Yeah, he was a slow turner. <laughs> I guess so. He was. He was one of those slow turners. Uh, how long? How long did it take, uh, Carl? It was like quick. No, it took him about a week. Carl? Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah, it did. He found Sadiq, then there was the, there, the, a couple days later, there was the big battle, and then a day later, then he died. So it was about a week. Oh crap, I thought it was like a night. I had to go back and watch that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we also know, right, as the, as the time went by, right, if I remember right, as time goes by, well, the walkers get more, uh, more devoured. But it was seeming to me like, remember then we realized that if you get bit in the arm and we cut your arm off, we are under, early on that that, that could save curve, you. That could save you. He got bit like on the, like on the rib cage or stomach like Carl, so that wouldn't save him. And he stayed, you know, he didn't, uh, at least that we know of, he wasn't, he didn't go to sleep, right? He stayed awake however long, how many days they were on the road and everything. <laughs> So that may have slowed it down. Yeah, I'm not. Look, I'm not a walker expert. I just play one on the show. <laughs> but uh, it was really, it was really good. Fear was uh, really enjoyable. Uh, I had a lot of fun, a lot of death. Oh, and we a had a good character. We had the the Isaac's wife give birth to their daughter, which they named Morgan, which was cool. Right, new baby girl, another baby girl, another immune child. <laughs> You're uh, still on this. Baby born in the, born in the, uh, in the pandemic. I mean, that, obviously that, if you go to the world beyond, which I may be done with that show. Oh my Last gosh. May have put <laughs> me over the edge with that show. CW Walking Dead. We have to, we have to stick, stick through this. We have to stick through fear for, uh, not fear. We have to stick through world beyond. That, that's, that's the thing. I am forcing you all to stick through World Beyond. No, you're not forcing us. That's the problem. It's, it's AMC forcing us. I know. Because we're not going to even know what's going on with the movies and all that whole plot line if we don't watch it. Like, we're, right. it's, it's like if you buy an iPhone, you're almost forced to buy the iPad, you know, the computer and everything. <laughs> that's what AMC has done to us with this show. I'm not buying the watch, damn it. I'm not doing <laughs> I know, I know. So we can, you know, anyway, I thought fear was great. And we'll jump ahead to World Beyond because I really, I was really bored. Yeah. The same. Uh, for a lot of the show. I was, uh, it's really, it really feels, and I think we talked a little bit about it last week, more, it feels like a Netflix kids show. Yeah, it feels like a CW show to me. Yeah. And so I'm really kind of, uh, you know, I'm really, I was hoping for maybe a little bit more this week, but, uh, no, I did not get that this week. There was one good scene, in my opinion, and it didn't have anything to do with the plot. It was just like the kids playing Monopoly. The treehouse so, scene, yes. I loved the treehouse scene. That was the best scene in the, in the, show. in the show. The show. Yeah, that was the best scene in the show with them messing with the bowling ball and then playing Monopoly. That yes. was good. I like, I like, so that's the only, if they're going to save this show, they've got to focus it on, like I said before in the last, last week, like, think Goonies, think it, like that. You know what I mean? Think Stranger Things, like that. That's the only way this is going to be good. What they did, though, yesterday was, I didn't even know what was going on. Like, I was like, I didn't, I was like, wait, are they, are we trying to see how bad this, like, 
over-ridiculous, bigoted family was towards their gay son, which was so stupid. Like, come I on, man. I can't take that. that I, was, I can't I mean, take that. He's I, like, I, got veins bulging, and he's like, well, you don't care if the world didn't no, go away. It's like, shut up. This is so dumb. I, hey, uh, maybe I give you early 70s of that happening. Maybe the 60s. Maybe the 50s. 50s, 60s, maybe early 70s. I'll give you that that type of reaction would happen if your child was gay. Right. In today's world, I'm sorry, no. And I even talked about this last week when Oreo, and I hate to bring this into the show, but I'll bring it up anyway, when Oreo released their new rainbow Oreo cookies, and they did a two-minute or three-minute film and it was all about a family, not mother and father, and the father coming to grips with the daughter being a lesbian. And I, I'm thinking, in today's world, no. I'm sorry. No. no. However, no, not. They, I'm, Go ahead. I'm, I'm, I just have to give the caveat that the when the apocalypse was happening, this was about, that takes place in about 2006 to 2007, maybe. Oh, 2005, I'll give the earliest. Way back then. <laughs> it was still rare back then, but I still have to give that caveat. Way back then. Plus, it's not then. This is past then. Because these kids were behind the wall when that happened. No, not... Oh, yeah, when they were flashbacking. Yeah, when, yeah, yeah that, when they were yeah, flashbacking yeah. to yeah, okay. uh, Felix's dad when they kicked but him still, out. But still, in 2006, no way. And this was this was and I I hate it when these shows do it. Every single one is doing this now. But they're doing they're writing this from like a leftist perspective is what they're doing. It's the same what Hollywood does with racism. You know, Bill Burr has this awesome. Uh, I don't know if you've seen yes, this, Jeffy, but it's great yeah. about the over the top white racist. Yes. You know what I mean? You know, it's I, like I'll agree with that. And it doesn't I'll, exist anymore. It, it really doesn't. Like I'll real racism, this. just like Burr said, is is quiet. Um, something right. like like bigoted stuff like this, it's quiet. They want you to make it seem like it's this huge, like, issue, and we gotta bring it out. It's such bullcrap. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this. There is a difference between a good character who happens to be gay and a good, and a character who is good because they are gay. Okay. Like, if you think, I could name you, like, a really good character for, who was gay in The Walking Dead. Jesus. I thought Jesus was a great character. Yeah, well, yeah, and and they didn't have to. You didn't, they didn't even have to make an issue. It's it's like this is no. so forced. It was right. forced on on the plot. Right. And that's what doesn't make sense. No one cares if there's a gay uh, uh, person, a character in the show. You don't no. have to do. You don't have to make it like the this. I mean, it was this was the secondary plot, but it became the main plot. Yeah, sure. And I was like, okay, I see what you're doing here with this, and I'm not on board. Like uh, another another character, a good gay character from The Walking Dead, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, and again, and they forced that on us too, though, with boyfriend and the plates, the license plates, and the whole. They didn't really. That wasn't really forced like this. All one. right, oh, we we don't have to beat up on the gays anymore. All right, these two people <laughs> are driving me crazy, beating up on the gays. Okay, they're they're You're okay not here. Back in the house, go away. Gosh, shut up. Well, then let's get to yeah, the kids. I won't then. let you help me. I won't let you help me. No, turn the lights out. Turn the lights out. I can't believe. Right. Come on. This is the end of the. Stop it. Come on. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Okay. Then let's. So get- then we had. Go ahead, Max. Go ahead. The 
them trying to kill the walker in the beginning of the the episode, or at least specifically Iris trying to kill the walker. Yeah, what about it? Her failing miserably and not listening to any of the tricks. I did. I did like. I love the the uh, flashback to the classes of uh, that Huck was giving to them about being outside the wall. Huck's and the girl. Felix is the guy. Felix. Okay. Uh, that. Uh, you know, I did like that. I did like the running the rundown of the classes on how to kill the walkers because he has come. Felix has come so far since the flashback of "Get out of here, faggot." <laughs> yeah. Stop. <laughs> I thought we were still. I know, I can't. (laughs) I'm sorry. I won't, I won't bring it up again. I'm sorry. I know. Yeah, he's, he's kind of a badass of a character. I know, I I love it. I love his character. I hope they like keep writing him as like, you know, more of the teacher badass than the victim that somehow persevered. Right. Um, from his over-the-top bigoted family. Sorry. He got to go back and kill the family. No, he didn't. House. He didn't kill. He didn't kill his family. Remember, he, the door was locked, and he decided, "Screw it, I'm walking away." He didn't kill. He didn't kill the walkers inside the house. Uh, I think he did. Uh, no, he didn't. I just assumed they didn't show it because when she said, "Where were you?" He said, "I went to go kill my parents." No, he he didn't. He never said that. <laughs> yeah, he did. I know. But they showed they showed his hand all messed up. Yeah, because he killed a walker walking back. He didn't kill his parents. Rewatch the oh, scene. Are you well, he, well, he said he killed his parents. So no, so he did go... Yeah, he did. <laughs> Rewatch. Oh man, fight, fight. Okay, we'll we'll talk about this later. <laughs> next week, next week when we do World Beyond and Fear again, we'll talk I about this. I don't know this. that we're doing it next week because uh, I, you know, maybe we'll see how the episode goes. We'll put it with, I don't want to, I don't want to put myself on the line for another show if the episode's really, if fear stays up to what it was last week, we may at least have to do a show on fear. World oh, Beyond. Yeah, I think, so I, personally, I don't think World Beyond as it is right now is even worthy of even talking about. I know. Until I they know. get to some kind of plot that links in. Um, and in saying that, I think to really send fear over the edge and make this a really damn good must-watch show, show, which last night was must-watch. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. But if they start tying in uh, little references back to the original group in Alexandria, maybe even some communications, and also tying in the plot lines for the movies coming up, yes, that will even further cement this as, okay, you cannot miss fear now. It's just right. that damn good. Right. And after this, after this last episode, um, I, I, I believe that they, for right now, I'll say that they've, they've finally figured it out. Yeah. They finally, because they missed the boat so bad in the first few seasons. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was just going to mention then after the, after the world beyond, uh, beginning with them trying to kill the walker, then we had the, them mentioning the blaze of gory, which is that giant tire fire. Yeah, and look, that was that was it was that was kind of cool, and I would have liked to maybe have gotten there sooner than the walk through, and they made such a big deal over the the bee walker. Uh, by the way, I guess walker bees don't sting because <laughs> uh, not a kid got a uh, a bite from a, a a whole hive of bees from the walker. Well, one, bees don't bite; they sting. Whatever, you know what I mean. <laughs> and two. Bee swarm, that looked more like a honeybee swarm than a killer bee swarm. So I'm guessing they wouldn't have stung if you didn't mess with them. 
Oh my God! You're a world beyond apologist. <laughs> you, you've become an apologist for world beyond. I'm not. I thought this episode wasn't that good. I'll admit that. I'm just saying facts. Don't try to come over to my side now. Don't do it. Don't do it. They're they're, they're your age group. They've they're talking to you, and you are listening. That's sad. I got to apologize on behalf of my family. I have not raised him properly. Yeah. Okay. So the Burnyard I thought was kind of cool actually because you got an idea of uh you know they uh, it would have been if it would have been even cooler if they knew what they were doing but maybe that's what made it cooler is that they didn't know what they're doing the four kids because in the Burnyard you know the walkers are just as turned around as you are right they can't smell you you got to stay upwind or stay down so you can you can move around and get around and then I thought it was interesting that they thought they were safe but they were actually you know just Still in it, still in the middle, you know, and it was, uh, it'll be fascinating to see them get out and I'm sure they're going to get out because, uh, what's his name? Felix and Huck is the girl, Mm -hmm. right? That's what she said. Uh, you know, they'll rescue them and it'll be. Well, Hope was trying to remember Hope snuck out and then next episode is going to be her like going through the, the bigger fire by herself to get to the tornado siren. Right. She's going to get to the tower, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the entire episode was basically just to show that they got in over their head, bit off more than they can chew. They're not ready for this, and a whole bunch of social justice bullcrap. Now, but much. none of them know that this the city is done for, right? They all left before the city got killed. So, right. did, so did they go back and see? Next Do we have to waste another few, another days of walk back to the city? Does the, I mean, do they talk the kids into going back and then once they get back, they're, everybody's dead? Next episode, it looked... No, I don't think no. they left the night before, right? Yeah, they oh, left wow. before. And also, next episode, it looks like we're actually going back there to see the CRM and what they, like, what they fully did. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's so the next episode. So that means that they're going to get rescued from the, from the burn. And they're going to go talk, get talked into going back to the city or the university or wherever it was there was. Well, then how do they find out, son? They don't. They find out later by them or something because it looked like we didn't see the kids in the university. We just were focusing a little bit on the CRM group. So my guess is they don't go back there for a while, but we just cut to the CRM group to see what actually happened. Well, I mean, we know what happened. No, I know. Like I'm talking the aftermath of everything. I know, but we the what's her, we know what happened, and what's her face was happy that the girls weren't there because she didn't want to have to kill them, but she she would have had to kill them if they were there. That was the end of the first episode. Yep, I know. I'm just giving out my theory. I hope we see Julia. It looked like we see Julia Armand's character, the CRM chick. In the next episode, uh, she's like really one of the only ones that are interesting to me, which is sad because the entire vehicle for this story is supposed to be these kids. Yeah, uh, I'm just not interested in them in, them in the slightest. Not a single one of them I am I interested in. I'll admit, I like I like Elton. So he, yeah, he he's the most watchable, I think, just because like the quirks they wrote, wrote into his character. But I'm still not as the group. I'm not interested in them. Uh, I'm not either, really. I mean, I, I guess I guess Elton and I like. Uh, What's her face needs to, you know, get over herself and start killing people. The hope. Which one is hope? Uh, the the, the skinny one. Yeah. Yeah, hope. Because the two fat kids, they gotta go. 
Come on. I gotta go. As a, as a fat kid. As a, that's what I was saying. Okay. As a fat kid, I would say, you know, go ahead. You guys go ahead. I'm just going to hang out here. There's food here. I'm not going with you. Then I'm dead. I know that. I know that. Then I'm dead. I figured you would sympathize with Silas. <laughs> That's what I mean. He would have stayed home. He wouldn't have gone with them. <laughs> no way. He's just like, no, there's food here. I'm not going with you. There's no food out there. Sorry, Dad. Not every not every big person is like you. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So fear, uh, if it's worthy, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, world beyond. Uh, they got a long way to go to become worthy. There's no question. So uh, be sure to subscribe. If you're listening to this for free, uh, be sure to subscribe to Chewing the Fat, and you'll be allowed. You'll be alerted when the show drops, uh, uh, either Monday or Tuesday, whenever we get around to uh, recording the show. Thank you so much for coming along for the ride, Jason, Max. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Talking Walking Dead. Uh-huh.